Let us pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit, Lord, as I preach from your word to your people. Father, I pray that you would protect us as we enter into Lent from self-righteousness, Lord, from the thought that we could do things to, um, to satisfy in any way the accomplished work of your Son on the cross. But Father, would you remind us of the need for repentance, Lord, the need for fruit, the need that we have to see you more clearly. Father, we love you. We pray this all in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Well, welcome uh, to Lent. It begins today. If you didn't know that, now you know. Ash Wednesday, the beginning of 40 days, where the church has historically devoted time to fast, to pray, to give alms. You recall from the gospel reading that Deacon Josiah read for us, Jesus gives that advice to his disciples. Pray, fast, give generously. And we do that during Lent. But I'm here to tell you, beloved, that that there is a danger to this season. There's a danger to this season that we would commit the same sin as Israel. For we saw their sin in Isaiah chapter 58. It's a sin, I think, that plagues us all. It's a sin that has plagued me, I know, from time to time in my life, and maybe has plagued you as well. Have you ever seen yourself as living two different lives, as it were? A life that interacts with the world around you, maybe even your family. An avatar, let's say, of yourself. The pious, wonderful Christian who smiles, who comes to church. And then there's the Christian who's back home, who is hurting, who is sinful. That there becomes this um, dichotomy of spirits. In Israel, we see this. For you see, what Israel was doing in Isaiah 58 and throughout much of their history is they were keeping the fasts. They had the external piety that they could point to. Look what we have done. We fast on the given days. Lord, why aren't you hearing our prayers? And Yahweh responds over and over again to his people. It's not the fast that I care about. It's not the avatar that exists out in the world of yourself that's nice and neat and clean and perfectly healthy and wonderful. What I care about is is the heart. What I care about is the heart within you, your emotions, your affections, what you love, who you're becoming. You see, beloved, this evening you will receive the ashes imposed upon your forehead in the sign of the cross. Ashes in the Old Testament were signs of, or were a sign of repentance of seeing sin and saying, Lord, we, who are we before you? What have we been given that has not come from you? The sign of ashes and sackcloth, that is repentance, turning from sin, 
the sign too of death, that the virus of sin had entered the world and that the fruit of sin in our life is in fact death. You see, we receive the imposition of ashes, though in the sign of the cross, the way that leads to eternal life, the sign of the cross, the cross that our Lord called us to carry, to pick up, to lift up, to carry in this life. But see, back to the problem of Lent for us is that we can receive the sign of the imposition of ashes on our forehead. We can pick up the fasting from meat and from alcohol or your favorite cheeses or whatever else you might be fasting from and have the external things out there but the heart is hard as stone. Beloved, the commitment to pray, the commitment to fasting, the commitment to giving of your money to the poor, to the church, to your friends who need it, to doing these spiritual disciplines is not to save yourself, not to prove something to your neighbor or to God, but actually to have God shape you through these disciplines, so that you might come to delight in Him. To delight in Him. The end of our fasting, the end of our praying, the end of our almsgiving, they are not ends in themselves. The end is to see God more clearly, to have a contrite heart given to us. We see the beginning of Isaiah 58, what can be the problem for us. Here it is. <clears throat> Verse 2, Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as if they were a nation that did righteousness. Let me read that again. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as if they were a nation that did righteousness. Beloved, our spiritual disciplines during the season of Lent are gifts for us to live into to get us then finally to act and live in obedience and in righteousness, not simply knowing what God wants us to do, but out of the love for Him, not the fear of being, um, of being wiped out. We're Christians, not out of that fear, but out of the love of Him, living in obedience. For you see, Isaiah told the people of God, speaking for Yahweh, he said, this is not the fast that I chose for you. The fast that I chose for you is to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of yoke, to let the oppressed go free. Hey, Joseph, I'll give him a kiss. I know, I love you too. <clears throat> give me a kiss, He won't remember that, but I will for the rest of my life. Amen. Israel's problem can be our problem. But God wants to free us to love him in this season. Beloved, that booklet that we have given you or that you can receive out there, it's going to give you ideas on how to fast, on how to pray, on spiritual disciplines to take up. And I encourage you to do those things for your own spiritual benefit and goodness, but finally so that God can get a hold of each of us and order our love towards Him. 
That is what Lent is about. 40 days of this before we feast in Easter. Let me say this as well. At the end of chapter 58, we have, I think, such an interesting end to that chapter. Isaiah tells the people, look, if you delight in the Sabbath, if you return to the Sabbath, and you don't just keep that command to, oh, to, you know, to honor the Sabbath, to keep the Sabbath, if you don't keep that just so you can speak idly against your neighbor and so that you can have excuses really to sin, if you keep it and delight in the Sabbath, the law that I have given you, not only will I delight in you, but what does the end of that say? That your bones are going to be strengthened. That it's going to be like a living spring of water, your life. What a beautiful thing. What, what a wonderful thing that you and I get to live in during this Lent. But beloved, do not miss the picture. Do not miss the point. I like to think of Ash Wednesday as a, as a start over in my Christian life, as a new beginning. Beloved, how much does God want to, to use you, each of you, Seth and George and Robin and Josh and Effie and Jennifer and Timothy and Alice and David and Donald and Rosemary. He wants to use you. And when we focus on our sin and on the ways that we flee from God and we live into the grace he's given us, beloved, he wants to use us and can use us for the redemption of the world. We are starting anew and afresh this evening. Take up these disciplines, not as a burden, but as a yoke of our Lord that is easy and that is light and that will give you life. Let me conclude with this. The sin that plagues the church and Christians today is a sin as old as Adam and Eve, but it's one of hypocrisy, of double-mindedness, where we receive the ashes on our forehead, but we live our lives oppressing our neighbors, saying hurtful and hateful things, oppressing the poor, not caring about anyone else but ourselves, God wants to undo that in our lives this season. Would you let him do that? Would you use those disciplines for God to work in your life to do that? And finally this, I know some of you are visiting here. Lent needs to be done in community. It can't just be done individually. You've got to confess your sin to one another. You need to come and confess sin to me or to Father Zach. You need to take up these disciplines again for your own formation so that finally, like Isaiah said to the nation of Israel, you can delight in him. That's the point. And finally, 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 the third time I'll say that, it's this. When Deacon Josiah and Father Zach put those ashes on your forehead, let me remind you, you're not going to live forever in this world. You will in eternity. There's a limited amount of time in this earth. Let us use this Lent to get refocused and to live for the kingdom and to do it as a community of faith encouraging one another. Beloved, you will be reminded of your death but finally, the reminder of that death comes in the form of the cross through Jesus Christ our Lord who says that if you are buried in baptism with me, if you have faith in me, you will really never die fully for eternal life is in life to come. But let us get busy beginning this evening for these 40 days so that when Easter comes, we can delight 
in our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.